Welcome back to another episode of the Senior Style Guide Real Talk podcast. I am your host, Sean Brown, and I am back with you guys again for another episode, this time with Stephanie Newbold. I know that you guys know her images. Um, Stephanie is a senior photographer based in Tucson, Arizona, um, is consistently named one of the top 100 high school senior photographers through the Senior Style Guide Hot 100 image competition, and is really known for being an industry educator specializing in providing that boutique experience for her teen and senior clients. Stephanie and I actually had the pleasure of meeting um, a few years back, actually, over, over Mexican food. And if you know anything about us, it's that we love spicy food, uh, spicy salsa, guac, all of that stuff. Um, margaritas, all of that. So if you guys like Mexican food, you definitely need to just go grab a margarita with Stephanie whenever you see her next. But I'm super excited to bring you this episode through the power of, of audio and talking all things senior reps, spokesmodels uh, is what she calls her program, and the importance that that's had in creating a foundation for her business outsourcing, whether that be editing or anything else in your business, and then also understanding your market and how this ultimately drives your business and the importance of kind of keeping a a touch with your seniors and understanding what they want in, in business and from you as a photographer. So cannot wait to have you guys join us for this episode and stay tuned till the end um, because there are some really good nuggets of information that Stephanie and I go into in this podcast and cannot wait to share those with you on this episode of the Senior Sagad Real Talk Podcast, episode 15. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Real Talk. I am here with Stephanie Newbold, who is one of my dear friends, and I'm super excited to have her on here today. I'm not sure if she calls me a dear friend, because uh, <laughs> I think we all get on each other's nerves sometimes, but her and I have a um, an amazing relationship, and she's one of my really good photography friends, just because she's always somebody that's super caring and um, an amazing photographer when it comes to senior spokesmodels programs as well. So. Super stoked to have her on here today. So welcome to this episode of Real Talk. Hi, Sean. Hey. So um, first off, kind of give everybody a little background about kind of who you are, kind of what your business is, where you're based, that sort of thing. Okay. Um, I am obviously Stephanie Newbold. I am a senior portrait photographer based in Tucson, Arizona. I've been in business for about 10 years. And for the last five years, exclusively photographing high school senior girls. I love it. And so, um, yeah, basically, I think we met probably, what, two or three years ago when I was down in in person for the first time when I was down in Phoenix. Right. Um, and, and Stephanie drove, like, what, like an hour and a half to come get tacos or fajitas or something like that. And It was like five minutes, Sean. Yeah. No. <laughs> it, was, it was like an hour and a half. But um, awesome. Well, first off, kind of... Uh, give the people a little bit, a bit of background too about kind of your photography business. So you're based in Tucson. Um, you actually started with f- doing family photography. Um, and I kind of want to hear a little bit about your backstory because um, when you started your family photography, that really almost evolved really quickly into, into your senior work and now what you do exclusively. So kind of get a little, uh, tell us a little bit about that story. 
here. Um, yep, I started out with families and kids and I absolutely loved it. Um, I wanted to be more of a boutique family and child photographer and bring the luxury client experience to those kinds of clients. And I started looking around to try to find some education for that. And the person I found was Amanda Holloway, um, who is also a dear friend of mine. Um, and what I liked about that was not necessarily the seniors because I had no interest in photographing seniors at all, but I loved her business model and I loved that luxury experience that she provided for her clients. Um, so I signed up for her kitchen sink workshop and about a day into that workshop, I fell in love with photographing high school senior girls and that's what I decided I wanted to do. So I came back to Tucson and proclaimed myself, Tucson's, uh, premier senior portrait experience, even though I had absolutely no portfolio, no client base, and nothing to back that up. So I had to get it in gear pretty fast. Fake it till you make it, right? Exactly. <laughs> it's not what you do, it's what people think you do. Seriously. So what made you fall in love with senior photography? Was it maybe working with the, the younger individuals or what was it? Um, a couple of things. Uh, realistically, I was just really tired of chasing toddlers uh, in my sessions. It's a lot of work. I still love child photography and family photography, but I honestly, I just didn't want to work that hard. And the other is that there's just something about working with young women and finding an avenue to reach them and speak to them on a level that resonates with them to build self-confidence. And let's face it, hair, makeup, clothes, shoes, accessories, that's, uh, that's a lot of fun. I would say like senior photographers have it easy because it's like we always get the, the clients that just came out of fresh hair and makeup and right. look great in front of the camera. So it kind of right. makes our jobs a little bit easier rather than photographing families where I think you always put it as uh, having to Photoshop boogers out of kids' noses. And that's I may have said that on occasion, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, too, at the time I started this, my daughter was a freshman um, in high school and just seeing some of the things that she was going through as a teenager and how hard it is to feel good about yourself and when you do feel good about yourself being confident in that so it was just kind of like a cataclysmic convergence of all the stars and it worked out okay it worked out great for you and that's kind of almost i think leading into your spokesmodel program too was that kind of a big turning point in your business where you were, you were kind of like, okay, these are some things that kids are going through. How as somebody who's maybe been through those things or as somebody who kind of knows as a mother as well, kind of what did you want to do when you implemented the spokesmodel program or kind of what was your purpose or goal behind it? So in the beginning, um, honestly, it was a, a purely business decision. Like I said, I had no portfolio other than Amanda's, um, the beautiful images I had from Amanda's workshop. Um, so I needed to quickly build that and I wasn't sure how, <clears throat> but like I said, I had a teenage daughter, uh, who was involved in all kinds of activities, including swim teams. So I found five girls, um, five seniors and said, Hey, if I take pictures of you, can you share them with your friends and I will pay you when you refer people to me. And that's exactly what it was, was just a, a paying them for referrals, trying to build my business and trying to get my name out there in a market that was kind of owned by two other really well-established photographers at the time. So at that point, like I said, pure business, 
But as that year went on and spending time with those girls and, and I did spend a lot of time with them because I had to let them know about me and what I do and what, why I wanted to do it this way because no one was doing hair and makeup. No one was doing a full blown two hour, multiple location, lots of change clothes session for them. So it was really new. So spending time with those girls and helping them make new friends with each other was huge. It's a huge part of that. And since then, your spokesmodel program really has evolved into not just a, a business model, but really something that's a little bit more relationship. And I think you call it the relationship-based senior rep program. So give us a little bit of detail about that or kind of um, how that came about. Sure. Um, how it came about was, you know, paying for referrals in the beginning, uh, to be honest, was a great way to launch my business in a market that I did not have a foothold at all. So that worked out really well as far as raising brand awareness and letting people know who I was. But as, as the years have gone on, um, and my boutique client model has evolved, um, I have more of a high-end client, a luxury client, if you will, um, and, and paying them cash for a referral wasn't anything that was motivating or incentivizing for them to actually refer me. So it just kind of grew into learning what these teenagers want, you know, what makes them tick, um, what makes them happy, what makes them want to rep my brand. And that it's all, it is all relationship based. It's having good relationships with those girls in a way that you're not preachy and then you're not, you know, trying to be hard to be the cool mom or living vicariously through them, but in a way that's genuine and caring about them. And then also fostering an environment where they have relationships with each other, you know, meeting new girls and guys. I have two guys this year on my team. Um, meeting new seniors. Those two guys are me and Thomas when. <laughs> yeah, they are, to be honest, let's face it. <laughs> No, but helping them meet friends from other schools and then also fostering a relationship with our community. Yeah. So I found that, you know, once, once I started just letting those relationships grow organically, that actually was a better way to motivate them to refer thing, people back to me that way. Yeah. And I think that comes down to just giving them an amazing experience where they naturally want to tell their friends about you where that's think, exactly it. Yeah. And I think a lot of photographers um, that maybe are just getting out, getting started with a senior rep team or, or getting started with seniors make the mistake where they think that, Oh, well, if I pay them, then they're going to talk about me all the time, but that doesn't always come across as genuine or as authentic. And so I think that you were one of the people that really kind of picked up on that and honed in and, and, steered your rep team or your spokesmodel program in a way that kind of went that direction. Right. Just by giving them opportunities to experience, you know, the whole luxury portrait experience with hair and makeup, uh, with a photographer that is genuinely interested in them and, and really does have their, their best interest at heart and not just making sales and selling pictures. Um, and giving them just a way to express that and how much fun they had and how much they liked it and not not by turning that focus away from me you know it's not about me and it's not about getting your senior, senior portraits done with me um it was all about how much fun they had at activities hosted by me um uh, they have you know ice cream social and community fundraisers and um you know dog washes at the humane society and things like that and when they started talking about that you know, the common thread 
was that it related back to me and either having senior portraits done by me or being a senior model for me. So that generated just this huge, huge organic growth um, and organic buzz that's authentic. You know, that's what they're talking about in the hallways, not book Stephanie and get 50 bucks off or 100 bucks off. It's, oh my gosh, I had the most amazing time and I met my college roommate and we've been friends for four years and all of those things. So things that are just genuine and authentic that just kind of carry through naturally in their life. Absolutely. And oh yeah. And then um, one thing I think is also great that you've done is um, if people are following you on social media, they might've seen that you actually partner with another senior photographer in the area and do like joint spokesmodel stuff, which I have honestly, I've never yeah. seen before. So how did you come up with that or kind of what, what even inspired you to be like, Hey, I want to partner with somebody who I'm in, who I'm competing with in business. I'm competing with, exactly. Yeah. You know, to be honest, it um, it came about as something that it, from something negative that this other photographer, um, her name is Stephanie Brown. Hi, Stephanie. Not uh, related to me. <laughs> not related to Shaw Brown, no. Um, she had a, a group of spokesmodels, and even though Tucson is a city of a million people, it's actually very small. You know, the girls all go to school together, and we have some overlaps. So what happened was I had a model team, and she had a model team, and it was kind of split between friend groups and there are some very competitive people, you know, girls and teenagers. And it started with, you know, girls on both teams saying, you know, book my Stephanie, she's better book my Stephanie, she's better. And it kind of escalated into a little bit of a Twitter war, at uh, which point I said, okay, this is, this is crazy. You know, so I called Stephanie and we started talking and so we decided to set an example for our girls that yes, you can be quote competitors, but you can also be friends and promote community. So we just collaborated on a spokesmodel event an ice cream social with a focus on um, donating stylish clothes, gently used clothing for teens in foster care. And it's actually become something that we do every year now. And both of our girls, both of our model teams actually ask us, you know, are we doing that? When are we going to do that? And can we do more with the other groups? So um, it's actually been a super amazing things for the girls to see. Yep, it's okay to promote a photographer or enjoy your experience, but we're all friends. You know, just because you like you want to book with me doesn't mean that she's not a good photographer and vice versa. So it's just really been a huge way to genuinely promote community over competition because that's exactly what it is. Yeah. And I think you're one of the individuals that does that best. Um, I think it was maybe a few years ago where um, I even just like leaving a comment on my Instagram where it was like, Oh my goodness, like Stephanie Newbold commented <laughs> on my photo. And it was like, kind of like a total like fanboy moment over it. But you're one of those people like I think always has reached out. So um, kind of what advice do you have for those photographers that might be on the fence where they're like, Oh, I'd really like to get to know the other photographers in my market or my area kind of what what steps would you say to take or, or advice that you would give them? Don't be scared. Um, you know, it's like with every friend group or every organization, there's going to be people that you genuinely connect with and some that you just don't, and that's okay. But just reach out and be genuine and say, you know, hi, I'm Stephanie Newbold. I'm new in the market, or I've always admired your work, or I love how you market this or how you do this on social media. And I just wanted to let you know. So just starting out with something that's genuine and relatable. 
is much appreciated because, you know, you hear a lot where, you know, I reached out to her and I didn't hear back. Well, it doesn't mean that you don't want to connect or you don't want to be friends, but sometimes people are busy. Um, and sometimes they just may not know how to reach out back too. So just being genuine and being honest and just be kind, yeah. be kind. I think it's just like a good rule to have in life, to be honest. Nice. Yeah. yeah. I actually have this little, um, this little thing on my desk right here that I kind of remind myself, I don't know if you can see it, stay humble, work hard, be kind. So, um, sometimes we get so busy that we forget that to be, not to be nice, but just to be social like me, I'm, you know, snippy with you, Sean, Sean, I'm busy. You know, I mean, I text you back right away and I don't mean it. I don't mean to be mean, but it's like, okay, I'm busy and I forget. So you just have to remember. I think we've all been there though. <laughs> so, um, so I also wanted to kind of touch on one other thing that you and I, you and I have actually talked a, a fair amount, a bit about, and that is, um, kind of your, your editing and how you manage your time with that in terms of how <laughs> Um, which I think photographers, I wanted to specifically touch on you with it just because you are one of the photographers I know that, that outsources are editing. I think that you said it's such a huge time saver. So, um, what, what made you do that and kind of what hesitations or reservations did you have when initially starting that process? Oh gosh, I, I had so many reservations about doing it because I felt like if I wasn't exactly handcrafting each and every one of my images, then maybe I wasn't being um, authentic in my work, that maybe my clients weren't getting my work. Um, so, uh, sorry, somebody's knocking on my studio door and it's closed. <laughs> You can hear that. Sorry. Um, so that, and then I was so busy. I was constantly overbooking myself. And so I was staying up all kinds of, you know, late nights editing and things like that. I, I was afraid if I gave up some of it, I wasn't being true. And just like a whole tumultuous bundle of nerves and things about that. But, um, I went to the Blink conference year before last, hosted by Ike and Tosh. And I just was encouraged and inspired by so many other people who had said, you know what, let some of these things go so that you can reclaim your life, that you can have some work-life balance. And um, it was actually Tara Rochelle who said, yeah, I do it, do it, just do it. And so I did. And I was terrified that my work wouldn't look like my work. Um, just guilty that maybe I felt like I was cheating a little bit, cheating my clients, but I have to say it has been the absolute best thing I have ever done for my business. Um, I have, I have like a top five best things I've ever done for my business. And that's one of them. It has given me my life back. I can watch TV with my kids and my husband. I can, um, respond to your text messages in a timely manner <laughs> and all kinds of things like that. So I, absolutely encourage people to let go of some of those things. I don't love editing my photos and you know that yeah. I hate it. Um, it not because I don't love my photos, but it just, it's just one of those things that I don't find a, a whole lot of joy in. Um, so at one point when I was so overbooked, I just, I didn't know that I wanted to continue being a photographer anymore. It was burning me out. And I always, uh, I tell people that that actually saved me, you know, from, from quitting. 
So by letting go of some of those things that I can let somebody else do and still maintain the integrity of my business was, it was an absolute lifesaver for me. Yeah. And it was so funny. I don't think I actually realized that you outsourced until I asked, I was like, Oh, Hey, maybe like, um, there was one point where I was like, Oh, people would love to know your editing process. You should educate people on that or something. Like what editing process? I outsource everything and barely do any editing. And so I was kind of like, Oh, okay. If, right. If people like Stephanie are outsourcing and it's not just, I don't know, kind of this custom, uh, portrait experience still. I think that that's kind of speaks volumes to any photographer can do it as long as it's the right move for you. And that's what you want to do and saving time. And exactly, exactly. And it, I mean, it actually lets me book more sessions. So I'm outsourcing that and I have that business expense, but the return on that investment is that I can, I can book more so I can actually raise my bottom line a little bit. And I, um, you know, I found someone that I work with. Uh, I work with Katie Hughes at the Photo Editive, and she has just done a phenomenal job of working with me to make my pictures look just like mine. So I'm I'm thoroughly confident that the product that comes back is exactly what I would have done. You know, it's not um, edited in a different style, and she doesn't push me to go a different direction. So I still feel like I'm giving my clients a true product, and you know, I can watch um, Stranger Things. <laughs> Well, and then also, I think that that um, consistency too, by by using that same editor where it might not be a, a general edit, uh, I don't know, what do you call them, edit farms or somebody that's doing a ton of editing all at once, working with that one individual, I think has really helped you also create that consistency as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. And to be honest, I have noticed that um, my sales are up a little bit. So I don't know if that's Katie for sure or, but... We'll just it say it's a combination because, of you and Katie. <laughs> because like you said, everything's consistent and I'm not rushed. Yeah. So I'm not, I'm not shortcutting anywhere either. So. Well, and if you think about it, it's like you book one extra session and that pays for oh, yeah. your outsourcing for basically like the entire the whole month. Year. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. A whole month of depending on how much, how much you're, you're shooting and that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. For sure. Um, so kind of if you will take it back to say like day one of your business if you were going back to day one, what is the very first thing that you would do starting your senior portrait business? Given all that you've kind of known in photography now. Learn how to price myself for profit. Absolutely. Um, you know, we start out maybe pricing ourselves on the low end because either we don't feel like we're not investing enough in our process to charge that much or maybe our work isn't there. Um, but what I have found is that you should always begin as you intend to go because it's much easier to go the other way than, um, you know, to try to raise your prices. So if I had known how to actually price myself for profit, I think I could have saved myself a little bit of heartache and, and, and things like that. I think, pro I think that just comes down to knowing what you're, not knowing what you're worth, but acknowledging what you're worth and implementing that into your business too. Exactly. And you know what? So it, it goes back to, like you said, like bake it till you make it. Um, you may not think that you're there, but, but you might be. So, you know, placing that value on your own work will also lead your clients and prospective clients to perceive your work with value as well. Yeah, absolutely. And then kind of the, the last thing that I want to touch on 
um, is going back to kind of when you started your business, um, being fr going from a family photographer to a senior photographer, um, you actually contacted a, um, a so, uh, I guess like an agency to, to kind of work on your rebranding. So what role do you feel like that played in taking your business from one, one genre or even one price range to, to kind of that premier senior portrait experience that you try to instill in every client that you, kind of walks through your door? Um, it was huge. That's one of the other, you know, top five things I've, I've, best things I've ever done for my business. Um, and I did both, you know, I changed genres and I changed a, a client base, a more luxury and boutique type of client and product and service that I offered. So having my business professionally branded by someone who understands that branding isn't just a logo and colors, uh, was amazing. I worked with Brazen. Um, gosh, it's been almost five years, five years, seven years. Um, and they actually, they work with you on the psychology of your ideal client and your ideal market and what's appealing to that client and what, um, what experience you want them to have and how do you want them to feel and, and all of those things. And to be honest, when I got my first concept back, I was like, Oh, this, this is not like, like me at all. And what I had to realize was that it's not um, about what's appealing to me and what I, the colors really that I like and things, but what resonates with my market. And when I floated this out to my first group of senior models, they loved it. They were obsessed with it. They loved the color. They loved the typography. They loved the imagery. They, I mean, I've had girls asked to put my logo on their pictures. I mean, that's kind of silly, but it absolutely nailed what I wanted um, for my brand, for my experience, and it attracts those clients that I wanted so much. It's huge, huge part of it. And then I think you also, you went the route of going with hiring somebody professional rather than being like, oh, I can totally do this myself. Well, yeah, for that I did. But, you know, I, 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 I tried a, a few um, few logos and things for myself or just with friends who were better with Photoshop and things than I was in the beginning. And, um, boy, I'm sure there are some family and kids portraits that are floating around there on the internet with those old logos on them. We should go dig those up then. Hey, you Google. Probably could. Definitely and you'll Google definitely family. see a difference. Yeah, you'll definitely see a difference. Do you feel like going the professional route was the right route? Yes. Yeah. 100%. Um, you know, sometimes we, and honestly, I advocate for saving up for it because it's a big investment, but you should absolutely, you know, make it be the right one because a lot of times we'll start out bits and pieces with different designers here and different designers there. And you actually end up spending a lot of money on all those false starts than to just save the money in an interview and hire a designer that really gets it, that really speaks to you and that really understands what you're trying to translate into your market. And I think that goes with really anything in photography where it's like, oh, I can buy the, the cheap route or I could buy it once the right time or buy it right one yeah. time and have it for years rather than every three weeks going out and replace something that breaks or something like that. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Quality awesome. over quantity. <laughs> exactly. So um, I'm going to kind of wrap up. So one I'm going to have you ask one question to the audience um, that you kind of, it can be photography related, life related, whatsoever. Um, but in the meantime, where can people find you on social media, your website, that sort of thing? Okay. Um, on Instagram, I am at Steph Newell Photo. 
and my website is stephnewboldseniors.com and that's amazing, where I have my by the way. What's that? Newboldseniors.com, which looks amazing, by the way. Oh, thanks. That's my new shop site. So I actually have um, I have two sites going right now. I've also got stephanienewboldseniors.com. So um, I needed to build a shop site for my senior rep product. So I'm living two lives right now, but eventually they'll both integrate. I love it. Awesome. Um, so if you guys are joining us on YouTube, uh, make sure to hit the subscribe button down below. We're going to be putting out these throughout the uh, course of 2018. So be sure to follow along for um, listening to other guest speakers on an array of topics that they'll be covering. And if you guys are watching on the Senior Style Guide blog, welcome to that as well. Um, make sure to keep an eye out on the Senior Style Guide Facebook page for when we'll be posting um, updates for when these go live as well. Um, but for now, we'll wrap up with Stephanie Newbold. So what is one question that you want to ask the audience that they will leave an answer down below in the bot, um, comment section below? Hmm. Um, I think maybe since senior rep programs and senior models are such an, a huge important part of my business, I would love to know um, what's the one thing that doesn't work in your model program and what would you need to help that? That's two like questions, it. but one. I like it. So, so the question was, what isn't working for your model program and what do you need to, to help fix that? Yep. Perfect. I love it. Awesome. Well, I know you're, this is like Stephanie's busy season. We basically <laughs> kind of operate on, on different uh -huh. cycles where it's like, I'm super busy in the summer. She gets to take some time off during July, yeah. June and July or July and August when it's like 150 degrees in Tucson yes. and Tucson. Melt your face off hot. Yeah. So thank you so much for taking the time to, to sit down and, and chat today. Um, but so thank you again. Thanks for having me, Sean. Super awesome. Thank you again. Um, and for everybody watching, we'll see you guys on the next episode of Real Talk. That wraps it up for this episode of the Senior Style Guide Real Talk podcast. We are so excited that you guys are joining us and just want to say a heartfelt thank you. I know that there are so many podcasts out there that you guys have the option to listen to, and it really means the world that you're joining us and giving us a part of your day and really just joining in on part of the conversation and, and the community. In addition, make sure that you guys are joining us over on Facebook and the Senior Style Guide group over there, where photographers from all throughout the country contribute, give their input and their advice and their experiences to help other photographers learn and grow. We'd love for you to join us over there as well. So all you have to do is search Senior Style Guide on Facebook, ask to be added to the group, and we'll make sure that you guys get to be a part of the conversation over there. If you haven't had a chance to hit that subscribe button below, please take a second to do that really quick. What that does is it makes sure that you guys keep up to date on all of the content that we're putting out there. We have tons of Real Talk episodes coming to you guys throughout the year from leaders and other photographers that you would love to hear from. So we want to make sure that you do not miss a single episode of that. So go ahead and hit that subscribe button below. Thank you guys for joining us and we cannot wait to have you as part of the listening experience for future podcasts. Looking forward to seeing you guys on the next episode and we'll see you around.